Welcome everybody to Pew Pew Panel, a podcast where we talk guns, including ridiculous would-you-rather questions. Sig sends Ava a rose, Dalen shares his sad, sad Prius gun, and both hosts talk about all the things that you thought were illegal, but are actually totally legal. Let's dive on in. Welcome, Ava. Uh, and Peaches. You and forgot. Peaches. You were like, both, both hosts, and I was like, yeah, and Peaches, remember we said panel pew pew panel it's a three you know okay okay peaches welcome (laughs) um feel free to chime in anything anytime you have anything that you want to say but until then i guess it's just me and ava (laughs) to talk she's still little but she's learning um okay so before we start talking about everything uh that we have to say today we're going to talk about uh manicore arms who is a sponsor we really appreciate manicore arms one thing that I was thinking about recently is if you guys have the IWI Masada pistol, the full-size pistol, Manicore Arms makes a steel guide rod for them. So unfortunately, the uh, the stock guide rod is plastic. And I would say really that's my only complaint about that pistol. Otherwise, it's amazing. But if you switch it out, I think it's like under $25 or something like that. You can feel like the world of difference just with that steel guide rod. And you can get yours at manicorearms.com. But don't forget to use the code pewpew15, and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. Now it's time for mail call. Ava, you got some cool stuff from Sig. I'll, I'm just going to jump in first. Mine is pretty cool as well. I recently got a package from Guns Blazing Ranch. It's just another YouTube channel that does shorts like mine. And he sent me a ton of really cool stuff. I sent him a flamethrower. And so he sent me some pool balls, which I blew up today, testing how bulletproof they were. Uh, he sent me some other stuff that we're going to see in some new videos, some exploding targets. And a ballistics gel face. Oh, It's cool. pretty cool. You can literally take it to like a shooting range. It's called... Uh, is, it, is it from Ballistic X or something? It's not. I'm going to go pull it up really quickly and this is this is pretty interesting for everybody for everybody watching you're gonna want to see this it's cool dalen don't worry i'll just hold down the fort uh with peaches so guys if you haven't realized today peaches is uh she's growing a belly button it's right here it's really cute okay right there There we go belly button that's perfect (laughs) oh thank you it was so awkward (laughs) (laughs) so this is it right here everybody it was literally right beside my desk but it was wrapped up in plastic so it took me a second it's called a cranium target interesting Ooh. oh cool was, I, I squished the i was gonna say i was like that. i was like the guy needs definitely a little bit of a nose job but he ran into a wall but yeah other than that you can it has this adhesive on the back and you pull it off and you could stick it to a target at like the shooting range so this goes this can go out on the range and then you shoot it it is a ton of fun and if you shoot it with like those rip rounds or like hollow points generally it will catch them it's pretty cool wow that's really awesome I mean, not as cool as what I got, but that's no, pretty cool. No, it's not. Guns, and, guns are always, like, top. So show us yeah. that rose that Sig sent you. Well, but I was going to say, I mean, it is really nice of your friend, Guns Blazing Ranch. Um, he, you know, maybe I'll get on that level where I'll be, like, in the Good Boys Club, you know, and I'll be like, hey, guys, <laughs> I can send some stuff, too. We could rotate, you know, but I'm not there just yet. But in the meantime, I did have uh, Sig sent me the Sig Rose and... This is, like, huge with especially women in the industry, although I do know some guys that are like, man, I love the color and I want to get it as well. Um, But they've packaged this whole thing together, and it's actually pretty genius. So right when you open it, just put this over here. Right when you open it, you see this. It just tells you what everything is, and it has that nice rose gold color. It almost looks like a gun mat, but it's just kind of like the yeah. design on that. Yeah, but it's just, it's so just cool. paper. It would have been cool, actually, if it was a gun mat. Uh, they have the Voltec safe that also, you know, says rose and then Engraved. rose gold accents. And then let me just show you guys when, oops, when you open it. And it's a pretty big box. Like, that's like, what, four or five times bigger than your average gun box? It's yeah, it's definitely but it's like nice. It's like it's oh, yeah. everything that you kind of need. It's like the nice little like perfect package. Um this is just it kind of just gives it like a feminine touch. These are snap caps which are black and it's kind of made to look like um 
I don't know, like something that you would get like in your like uh, lingerie or something. Looks um, like a wedding favor. Although I was going to say, well, I'm also past that like lingerie phase. You know, you reach a certain point and you're like, yeah, it's granny panties from here on out. Uh, <laughs> and then there is the speed loader and it comes with two magazines. But then mine is a little different than most people's out there. So you can see the rose gold accents. Um, I don't know, actually, if we have the option of, like, no safety. I typically prefer not to have an active safety on mine, but worst case scenario, I just keep it off. It is optic ready. Um, it does have the, you know, it's... it's uh, Ported as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the, if the barrel is actually ported, um, but the slide is obviously... The slide is cut out um, Very to cool. help with recoil. And then, but here's like what's really cool about it. So do you see right there? Let's see. It looks like a signature. No, it's actually the Nashville skyline. Uh... And yeah, I don't know why my camera's not picking up on that. So they have the, they engraved the Nashville skyline. And then on the other side, it says 2023 right here. Very so cool. it's it's kind of special. Like they sent everyone who did the Rose Retreat, uh, they sent one to them. And so it's kind of, I don't know, like we definitely made some really good memories on that trip. And then now we have this thing that kind of just like still keeps us all together that everyone from that trip got. So I'm, You're I'm really excited. You're how it shoots too because you carry the p365 correct currently mm -hmm. i do yeah so you have to tell me how that shoots since it's so similar already to what you have yeah yeah I, I haven't brought it to the range just yet um and i didn't really get a chance to shoot at the sig rose retreat because i had surgery um uh, but now i'm better and going to the range often so i should get around to shooting it this week so i'll definitely keep you posted on that very cool eva that brings us to our would you rather this one is pretty cool, and I want to know if you're familiar with both of these guns already, but the question is from um, Boone's Dudola. Uh, would you rather have an original World War II 1903 Springfield or a World War II German car 98K? All right, so... so and these are both bolt actions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google both of these and pull up pictures of them. In the meantime, while I'm doing that, you should probably say what you want. Yeah, I would, I'll give my thoughts on it. So um, I I don't have any World War II firearms yet, but I think if I was going to go for something, I would want to go for something used by the Axis, so I would probably want to get something German first. So because of that, and like a lot less to do with the gun itself and a lot less to do with the history behind it, I would go with the Car 98K, which I'm pretty sure is a is a Mauser. I'm I'm like I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so yeah, I would go with the 98K, just because I think I would want something German. I think that would be very interesting as far as history goes, the history aspect of it. Um, and even though the 1903 Springfield is very rare. I think there's other World War II guns, um, U.S. World War II guns that I could get as well. Uh, so yeah, I think that would be my pick. Hmm. I don't know. I I will say, like back in that time, Germany really was kind of ahead of a lot of the other countries as far as like uh, innovation and and just creating stuff that actually worked well. Um. But being Jewish, I think I'm going to go with Springfield, <laughs> which just seems like a very a quick out. But I will be honest, I actually don't have any experience with any. Either um, of the guns. Yeah. And it just wouldn't be it really wouldn't be fair for me to pick one or the other and being like, oh, well, because it looks like uh, what the the car 98 is uh, chambered in uh, 30-06. And or no, the Springfield's chambered in thirty out six. The ninety eight is chambered in 
You're going to have to find it. I don't oh. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Peaches just almost fell off my lap. Uh, is uh, chambered in 792 by 57. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything from World War II? No, but my dad does. Very cool. He has a bunch of stuff. But actually, you know what? So that's the next uh, YouTube like YouTube video that I'm recording with him. Yeah. So we've been kind of going uh, from, you know, like Civil War to World War One. Um, and then next we're doing World War Two, which is going to take probably the longest. And I should be doing that like here in the next week or two. So if you guys want to find out more about World War Two items and guns, definitely tune into my YouTube channel because I will be covering that with my dad. And he's like, he's the expert. He has so much knowledge. Like, I don't even know how he remembers all of this stuff. And he's he's not young he's like 77 years old and yet and you have no world war ii guns Eva. wow you had to look up the car 98 I know. oh wow i know right now he's probably like i'm so embarrassed i mean luckily he doesn't really watch my content so we're good <laughs> i think the only world war ii thing i have is a 30 6 black tip i think that's okay. all i have from world war ii uh, that's actually not true i had a can of plaster of paris but I opened that for a video. I had to sacrifice it for What's uh, plaster of Paris? It's like used for making casts. So it's like oh. uh, it's water activated. It has a bandage inside. You wrap it up, get it wet, and then it will harden. So if you like so what, or something. What did you use that for? <laughs> I just opened it to show what, what it was like inside, what it was like to open it. Um, so it was a little bit sad to I picked it up for five bucks from a local surplus store. Um, yeah. So it was a little bit sad as it was for World War II, but yeah. it went to a good cause. Logging it for history, that video is not going anywhere, so everybody gets to see that video yeah. preserved. That's true. That's a good way of looking at it. You shared your knowledge and experience with the world. All right. Um, I think that was the only would you rather question that we had. So if you guys have any would you rather questions for us, absolutely do not hesitate um, to you know reach out and let us know. Um Stag Arms. So, Dalen, you were just on their website, and you noticed they're having a heck of a sale right now. Do you want to yeah, tell they, us about it? Yeah, they have essentially a discontinued sale. So, like, if there's any parts that they have totally discontinued in the past, they have um, three different things that are going quick. They have complete lowers. I put the prices down here. Complete lowers at 161, complete uppers at 260, and barrel, like just the barrel, for as low as 71 bucks. So Dang. really, really good prices. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, for... it kind of it kind of rem reminds me of uh, when we were talking about like how to build an AR for under three hundred and fifty dollars. This is actually a very good alternative if you're looking for a gun that, and in this case, it wouldn't be necessarily budget. You know, like questionable. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I guess questionable parts to an extent. Um, so I would say, you know, if you guys are looking for a really good deal, definitely take advantage of that sale. In the meantime, if you find anything else, because I don't know if you can use the code, you could try it. You may or may not be able to uh, add the code pewpew10, all one word, and that gets you 10% off, and that is stagarms.com. Then, Ava, that brings us to our listener questions. We got three from Patrick. Uh, let me say that Connor. No, it's Cormer. Patrick Cormer, um, and he says, just curious about your thoughts on the Beretta APX A1. So for anybody wondering, this is a handgun made by Beretta. It's on the, if I'm not mistaken, the budget side. It's meant for sort of carryability, concealed carry, especially at the price point, and a rebate is going on. So we mentioned that there's a rebate. We'll, we'll link that so you guys can see it. Yeah, so um, I actually looked this up because I'm not that familiar with the APX A1. And it is the carry gun that he's talking about because they also have a full-size version. And the rebate is $50 back, which is pretty good because MSRP on this is only $399. So I would assume typically if you're going to a store, you're probably not paying MSRP. You're probably paying $350-ish for it. And then on top of that, $50 back, and you can get this gun for like $300. Bucks. Um, I don't, I've never shot one. Dalen, have you shot this gun before? I haven't. I was hoping you'd either seen somebody who had been shooting it since you do concealed carry classes or something like that. From what I've heard about it, um, it's not terrible. 
but it is a little bit weird in the hand and it kind of looks like it just from looking at the picture it's kind of like odd in it sits odd in the hand and mm-hmm. the trigger has much to be desired now that's just what i've heard from other people um so yeah i was wondering if you had a little bit more experience but i don't so maybe we're not the best people to be answering this question but the beauty of this podcast is you guys listening are also going to help us out here so if you guys have experience with the apxa1 drop it in the comments um for our listener who asked this question uh, for patrick uh, so he can kind of get an idea for it because yeah. that's sort of all I've heard is it's kind of weird to hold and the trigger is something to be desired, but it is very, very affordable. The trigger, so it is striker fire, but the trigger looks pretty far forward. Um, I mean, granted, it has the trigger safety on it, but even without that little, you know, that that trigger safety, like it does seem like it sits a little high forward. Um, but I don't know. I mean, for if you can get a gun for $300 and... It, you know, I do have a contact at, at Beretta. I should probably, like, I would be willing to reach out to them and be like, hey, do you think I could test, test this gun? Because, yeah. um, and surprisingly, I do have a lot of students that come in with all different kinds of guns, but I have not seen this one yet. And I don't know how long it's been out. Um, and then if you guys are wondering how many rounds it holds, it looks like eight rounds. And which isn't really, I I wish it was a little bit more because when you think about guns like the P365, the IWI Masada, the Hellcat, any of these other micro compact guns that are, you know, within that same size range, they're holding a lot more rounds. So, And it, it does come optics ready at that price. So that's one interesting thing is it has that low round count, but it has yeah. the optics cut on the slide. And I know Gun Prime actually has it for 270 plus the $50 rebate. You're sitting okay. at like 220 bucks. So that's why this is such a attractive that would be, option for a lot of honestly, people. Honestly, yeah. I mean, if that's the case and it's reliable, I would... I don't know about you, but I'm going to change the subject for a second. But recently, uh, <laughs> this is... I, I hate to put my personal life out there, but... And Dale and I haven't even told you this. But Uh-oh. I I Uh-oh. recently... Everybody I know. prepare yourselves. Okay, so I did go on a date uh, fairly recently with a really nice guy, really successful. He owns like a huge real estate company that is uh, nationally known. Um, He like even had a black card, like a black credit card when he paid for dinner, which I don't care about that stuff. But I just so like my friends were talking about the other day because we were making fun of somebody about the black card. And then I was like, sure enough, this guy's a black card. So, you know, you think like, okay, he's, you know, he's done well for himself. He was from Louisiana, so he has this accent, like Southern accent. So you just automatically kind of think you're just like, oh, he must be like super nice and and uh, like, you know, like a gentleman. And um, so I didn't really feel sparks like the first day. And yeah, like the next day he was like, oh, when can we go out again? And I was like, look, you know what? Like, I'm going to be totally honest. I, I really wasn't feeling it. And um, I don't want to waste your time or my time, but like, you know, I'd love to be friends. And he's like, well, I'm not really like a first or sparks on the first date kind of guy. And he's like, you know, it's always kind of hard the first date. But like, why don't we go on another one? We'll do something fun, whatever you want to do. And like, um, if we don't feel sparks by then, like totally fine being friends. And I've read that to my friends and they were like, oh, that was really nice. You know, you should go out on a second date with him. So I do. And then long story short, I realized that we have quite a few friends in common and I reached out to including my realtor and I reached out to him and I was like, oh, because my realtor apparently works for his company. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, be careful, because I heard recently there's some rumors going around about like maybe a DV, like domestic violence altercation. And so then I had my friend who uh, whose husband's a cop do a background check on him. And this guy has like three felonies. He's been divorced four times. He's gotten in trouble for like a burglary, um, uh, medicine, medicine actually a few times, which means like you're, you know, typically. That's insane. Yeah, it's. And so I was with my camera guy when my friend called me and was like reading me this long list of stuff that this guy had. And it wasn't even like one you know one bad day it was like multiple different dates where you know this guy did something really screwed up and uh and so i told my camera guy i was like all right we're going downstairs we're getting more guns and i think i put like six more guns like loaded throughout my house just in case 
And uh, so everybody, so, this so, is the Second Amendment tale. Yeah, but it's also, you know, when you think about, because I also picked guns that are reliable, but I, you know, I, I'm i going to keep them there, and they're probably, they'll go to the range here and there, but not, like, a lot. And so if it was a gun like this that was only, like, $250, perfect. You yeah. know, for people, especially who, are like, can't afford to, like, put multiple guns throughout their house, like, this would be a really good option. Most people, this is what you would consider like a prepper gun. You could bury it in your backyard. But for Ava, this is just to keep away, you know, the scary people <laughs> that she knows. Yeah, people that, I, and I'm so upset with my judgment because usually I have a pretty good judge of character and I'm like, it must be off. <laughs> yeah, but, well, no, you weren't. You weren't. That's that's too crazy, though. Yeah, so a little bit of personal, you know, info about my life. But so, yeah, I mean, say, it. it it says it tells something important, and that is just the importance of the Second Amendment. But also, yeah, if you well, do need, and and also, don't just assume because somebody is successful or they have an accent that they aren't, you know, criminals. You know, Very just true. because they have like a really good job. And I heard actually, it was weird because he, yeah, I'm not going to go into it, but there was, there was a, I don't know, that's just crazy. Speaking of putting guns everywhere. And crazy situations. Um, somebody, it was actually, this is a second question by Patrick. He says, thoughts on truck guns. We all know that Ava, what, we all know what Ava drives and she has a machine gun in her car. Facebook <laughs> posts. What about Dalen? What gun matches your car? Listen, so I, I want to know what you have, Ava, because I don't see your posts all the time. <laughs> I miss Sorry, I miss them once in a while. So apparently I miss something big, but. Uh, so I drive a 2023 Range Rover Velar. Because Ooh. it's so fancy, yeah. That must, that must, well, it's 2023, just wait a couple years, but I hear those ones are fun to, fun to well, take into the shop. I just, okay, first of all, I, it's, it's a tax write-off and uh, I only plan on having it a few years True. and then I'll get rid of it. But uh, Peaches and I, we enjoy taking long, you know, drives, listening to music with the machine gun in the back and it's great. No complaints. Yeah. And then it has a little sunroof or a moonroof i don't know the difference but yeah every now and then i have to pop out with my you know m4 tuning m4 uh m249 and uh you know road rage is real sometimes so yeah <laughs> just like just like you know you're driving past a cornfield you gotta harvest some corn just mow down a little bit and but actually so i do want to know what you drive because i feel like you're going to be like it's a subaru or a kia or... oh it's better it's better well if you want to know like is it is it a van is it like a minivan no okay so first of all <laughs> the question here is what gun matches my car versus what gun i would use so i'm i'm proud to say i am a, the owner of a gold prius no oh, i knew it yeah <laughs> Is that the gun I drive? No, I drive like uh, an SUV, white SUV, uh, a different car. I'll leave that one unnamed just because sometimes I like to Be. You know, tell people everything. Yeah. But the Prius is our beater car. It's like rolled over. It's been tipped on its side. <laughs> that thing just keeps on kicking. I'm pretty sure like the fender is falling off. It's held on by like bungee straps. So the gun that matches my car is like if we're talking like machine guns mounted to the car is probably like a fully auto high point like <laughs> eight round capacity stock high point full auto that is pretty much it um i just figured yeah. you were gonna be like one of those gold desert eagles gold plated yeah baby <laughs> that, that's not a bad option but it probably is like the gun that matches is literally a high point is that yeah i would use no the gun i would probably use is a truck gun or a prius gun would probably be an AK-74. Um, it's just a gun I can shoot very well. So I think that's what I would pick. Yeah, as far as like truck guns, so I don't know because here in Colorado, you actually can't have a loaded long gun in your car, in your vehicle, and that's because of poaching restrictions. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so truck guns aren't really a thing here where I live. Pick some sort of a car beat. Well, no, not even. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be something, like, if I was, like, on a ranch or something, it would have to be something that, like, I wouldn't care that I could, you know, could be thrown around and I'd have a decent caliber to it. Get a lever gun. That would be cool. I don't know. I, I mean, lever guns are really fun, but I just, 
if something happened and I had to like shoot a consecutive round, I just, I mean, I get it. It's not, doesn't take that much time, but it's still all the lever lovers listening are just dying right now. They're cringing right now. They're like, I thought I was shooting a lever gun the other day and it's actually fairly possible. I could definitely tell it would take some practice. Yeah. It was a 38 special uh, Henry. So it was their big boy. Nice. And it's fun. Like once you get it down, you swing that lever out, and as you come in, you tap the trigger with your finger, and oh. it, getting those consecutive shots is hard, but it's possible. It's a lot of fun. But. That actually sounds fun, especially thirty eight special. That would be just like a yeah. fun gun to to follow up with shots. Yeah, I, um, mean, I think it's technically three fifty seven Magnum, but I think I was running thirty eight special yeah. or something like that. But. Yeah, well, three fifty seven. You know, it's pricey sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then third question from the same person is, if you had to choose between the Carmel or the Galil Ace, either version one or two, which one, and how do they compare to PSA's Jackal or the Bren? Have you shot the Jackal or the Bren? I haven't shot the Jackal or the Bren, but I know you've shot the Ace and the Carmel, correct? I I own both of them. And honestly, yeah... So I got to say, so I, I shot the Carmel a few times this week, and that gun, uh, it is a lot of fun. Like, it's like a the little Galil, bit heavier than the Ace, correct? Well, the Galil, the, yeah, the Ace that I have is the pistol version. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the, the Carmel's, like, I think it weighs seven and a half, eight pounds. Um, so it is. It's a little heavy, but, like, I got to say, like, the way that it shoots, it it's very smooth. Like... The the Galil, not as much, but that's just, I have so much fun shooting that gun too. So this is tough for me because I kind of think that, I think the Carmel, I, I like, I didn't love the way that it looked. Like it was like cool, you know, uh, kind of futuristic looking. Um, I didn't really have huge expectations for like, you know, when I shot it, I was just was like, yeah, it's probably going to be like your typical 5.56. Five, but after like shooting it, I automatically just like lit up and started smiling because it just shot phenomenally well. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get my hands on those, and I haven't shot the PSA Jackal either as much as I want to. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go out there and tell everybody I would probably get the PSA Jackal because I'm a big PSA fan boy. I guess you could call it. They've I mean they've upped their game. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the yeah. Carmel and the Galil are, you're looking at over 1500 for both. I'd say probably like, what, 1700 1800 mm-hmm. So that's, there is that. Um, but yeah, PSA in the last couple of years has come out with some really cool stuff that I would love to get my hands on. Like, I'll see them at SHOT Show and I'm just like, what, when did you guys come out with this? It looks freaking awesome. And like, their price has kind of come up a little bit on certain things that they've made, but uh, it's still priced really pretty reasonably well so i don't know i don't think i could fairly answer this question because i i do think that the carmel and the the galil has been one of my favorite the carmel is probably i have to do a little bit more testing on it but so far it's kind of it climbed up pretty quickly to being like one of my top guns so it's always fun when a new gun comes in and it just wipes everything else out sometimes <laughs> i feel bad because like i'll have like um, like two or three guns set that I need to test, but like one of them just like knocks my socks off and I like put it in a whole bunch of videos and I'm like, well, this, this is yeah. the winner. And so yeah. definitely I, know. I feel that speaking of shooting fun guns, um, diving into the listener comments, we have Dave, the hunter. He said range therapy. Yes. It's, uh, it is quite therapeutic. I need more of it. The problem is it can get quite expensive, but yes, it is real. Uh, put your conscious self self into what you are doing and everything else just sort of fades away. I definitely feel that on the range. My solution to that is just get like two or three 22 pistols that you really like. And that's what I do. I just shoot 22 whenever mm. I, you know, don't want to blow through expensive ammo. I just bring a big bag of 22, maybe like 20, 30, 40 bucks of 22 will last you a while. So that's yeah. my go-to. That's I actually I like that. That's a good go-to. Next one is AK All Day, and he's been commenting a lot on our videos, which we really appreciate. Um, and Dave the Hunter, he always emails us after he listens to both of my episode or both of my 
both my podcasts, Gun Funny and uh, Pew Pew Panel. So I appreciate always hearing from you. Sorry if I don't always respond back to you, but I do always read them. AK All Day, Peach Gang, yeah. Oh, Peach Gang, Peach Gang. I'm not using the emoji because then we wouldn't be talking about the dog anymore. Dot, 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 LOL. <laughs> yeah, we'll just stick to dog emoji for peaches rather than a peach emoji. Yeah, I, I named her after a tushy. The other day, my friend texted me because I've been dying for Palisade peaches. I don't know if you've ever had a Palisade peach. Palisades in Colorado, they are phenomenal. And it just like summer wouldn't be complete without it. And I'm like, I, I haven't even had any Palisade peaches. I did just get them a few days ago. Um, but my friend was like, yeah, this, you know, whatever store has peaches. And I thought she was talking about my dog and I panicked for a second. Like maybe oh, no. my dog got out. Yeah. <laughs> but she was actually talking about the fruit. <laughs> yep. I grew up in a family where we were do canning. So like we'd have like, all right, you guys eat as much fruit as you can for the next 24 hours because there'd be some stuff that it was uncannable. It had to, yeah. You had to eat it. So, yeah, I love that part about the summer, too, all the fresh fruit. Yes. Well, I got a whole thing of it, like a big box. And you have to, because it, it ripens pretty quickly. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to eat this, like, in a week. So it's, like, cool. Every meal afterwards, a peach. Wake up. It's the best. It is. It's so good. It's, like, the best peach ever. Yep. Yep. No, there's nothing like real summer fruit. You, you get it in the winter. It's not the same. No. Also, I think it was the same person, AKL, they said, so Ava with no makeup is practically the same. Two thumbs up. So it's there pretty you go. Much why I'm not really wearing a lot of makeup today because I read that and I was like, you know what? Why do I even try? Yeah. Sometimes, you know. I don't need makeup either, <laughs> Ava. Look at me. I didn't put my makeup on today. and I mean, you could, I use, some of, you could use some, um, uh, what is it, foundation to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll pass. Help. Well, it just help with the red tone is what I'm saying, okay? Or maybe some powder. Eva, are you saying I look sunburnt? That's rude. You're fired. <laughs> I'm just saying you look a little hot. I don't know. I okay, look. Two all colors. I'm, I'm, saying... either, I'm either white or red. That's it. Okay, but all I'm saying is, like, when we go to TriggerCon, which, guys, if if you're in Kansas or near Kansas, definitely meet us in TriggerCon. It's September 22nd to the 24th. Dalen and I are going to be there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But, like, Dalen, you're obviously – we're going to be hanging out. And, like, don't embarrass me. So, like, maybe bring some concealer or something. That's all I'm saying, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Prepare to be embarrassed. Prepare to be embarrassed. <laughs> so, Game Hypes also commented. They said they did it. They added the mac and cheese question. I did it, Mom. I made it. <laughs> yes. So, so it. if you guys want us to answer your questions, um, just send them to us at pewpewpanel at gmail.com if you want to send us your comments as well. Or send us would-you-rather questions, like would you rather play baseball with a hand grenade or, and then you guys go and finish it. Send us <laughs> the, your would-you-rather questions as well. And that's going to bring us into our main topic. We are going to talk about some crazy things like, well, I don't want to spoil it, but things that you think are illegal that actually aren't. Ava, what are some things that maybe people would think intuitively are illegal but on second thought, can be owned by civilians? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess I run into this a lot because people do think that I'm always doing illegal things. If you're, not in, the, if you're not in the gun industry, especially my neighbor. Okay, for example, I'm just going to say it. So flamethrowers. So, um, uh, like, I got the same flamethrower that you gave. Uh, uh, Guns Blazing Ridge. Ridge. Yep. Yeah. And who makes that again? That's a pulse fire by Exothermic Technologies. Yes, yes. Okay, so I have that one too that goes to, at the end of your AR. Um, I didn't think it was a good idea to go out in the neighborhood with my AR. So I just, <laughs> I just, well, because I live in a pretty. A fire. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, there's just like doing stuff for clicks and then just doing something that's like pretty stupid and you can get thrown in jail for. So I did just actually have the flamethrower, but. I sent my neighbor the video, and he's like, what, you just did that? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, isn't that illegal? But no, flamethrowers are totally illegal, and you can actually make your own. I don't really recommend yeah. it. I would say buy your own, but or buy it already made, but yeah, you can make your own. Yeah, Pulse Fire does a really good one. Great if you're doing, like, controlled burns. Um, I have the backpack one. The one that mounts to a gun is is good. The tank is just small. So what that does is it prevents you from spending like $35 in like two minutes. So for some, in some ways, it's really good to have the small flamethrower. The backpack one, 
you can put a mix of diesel and um a mix of diesel and gasoline will give you like the best burn that's a pro tip right there, Ava, if you're ever wondering, because then it, the fuel kind of sticks to the ground. I don't know if that's what you do in yours, but hmm. flamethrowers, totally legal. Depending on your state, I believe there's some restrictions. So that's the interesting thing about all, all of these. We're talking like federally. And then there'll be occasional states here or there that abandon them for certain reasons, like California and flamethrowers. Well, there's a reason that they don't like devices that sling fire. So, you know, California would be a different case. But in most places, these things that we're going to mention are going to be legal. Yeah. Uh, another thing that a lot of people don't realize is you can definitely make your own firearm. That has always been legal. Um, now, with everything going on with, like, the frame and receiver rule, you know, it's getting a little... But, like, ultimately, like, people thought that, like, putting together, let's say, an 80% frame and completing it and not having it serialized... But like by you doing that in your house or your garage or whatever, that that was illegal. And it's not. It's always been legal. Like we've totally. had the right to make our own firearms. Yeah. Whether that be a pipe shotgun, whether that be literally building a gun from scratch or putting together parts of a gun, totally legal. It's your Second Amendment right to be able, if you're allowed to own a gun, you're also allowed to build one. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court's pretty cut and dry about that now the question is you know there's companies that make parts for guns and so like what's a part and what's a firearm and that's sort of what's debated but it is totally legal to make your own gun totally allowed is it it legal to it's not okay no i'm i'm almost afraid to ask because i feel like i'm gonna get a lot of criticism for this just ask it and i'll criticize you for everybody else that's (laughs) listening um okay so it is not you're not allowed to make your own suppressor that is not allowed to And it's it's really weird. To, I mean, I totally I totally don't do that. It, I believe it used to be possible to make a well, suppressor and like get it get the paperwork filed and done, but it's never I been think, allowed for you just to do it. No, I think you. So that's why I am kind of. Um, so I've never even tried it. I don't think that I'd be very good at it. Yet I know you could absolutely make one. You know, just by going to like a you know a parts store or something like that, but. I thought that you were able to make one, form one it maybe. Generally, I think what used to happen is you could get the parts, make it. And by the way, this isn't legal advice. Everybody looks. Yeah. And we don't. You guys we, can correct it in the comments. Yeah. Um, but it used to be like if you got the parts, it's like that's intent to build. Yeah. And you can't have intent to build without having your form. So like some people would get the parts and then they would get the form. But it's just it's a little bit of like this grain of this nightmare of like. You don't want to look like you have the intent to build, but you also want to be able to get the stuff you need to get the form. So it's like this weird limbo. So that's mm-hmm. where homemaking suppressors could be tricky. That makes sense. But uh, one thing what that else? is totally legal, This here's another one right here, owning a tank. You can do it. You can own a tank. In fact, you can own a tank that fires. My dad so, actually owns tanks that fire. Which is really cool. I know. I mean, very you have cool. to invest. Like he that's... fired a tank because I feel like it's pretty expensive to shoot. So probably, he probably doesn't do it very much. Yeah. I don't know, actually. I know I was recently at an event and they fired a tank. I'm like, it was Drive pretty tanks. cool. I've heard of that as well. It's like a yeah. resort where people go and then they like. They pay they to shoot do tanks. all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cannons are also totally illegal. Yeah. Despite what some politicians would have you say, they'll like repeat over, you've never, you haven't been allowed to, oh, you can't own a cannon. Like some weapons are just regulated. You can't own a cannon. You've always been able to own a cannon. You can make a cannon yourself if you wanted to. Um, a lot of fun too. Black powder cannons, tons of fun. So literally anybody can own a cannon. No problem whatsoever. So uh, something that comes to mind is when I, uh, was interviewing my dad for going over like Civil War stuff. We talked about the Belanda Busta. Yeah. And it's, you know, a gun that has, uh, it's kind of like funneled out in the. It's like a pirate gun. Yeah. But that's because they were just like putting a bunch of stuff in there, like rocks and, you know, whatever, whatever would yeah. fire. Obviously, it's not going to fire like that far, but they were just using whatever they could against their enemy. It's like those, if you guys ever seen those cartoon guns that like they balloon out on the end, that's essentially a blunderbuss and that's like a shovel, that device. Mm-hmm. So you like dig it into the dirt, scrape up some rocks and stuff after you yeah. put your charge in there, you know, tamp it down and boom, blasting with some gravel. So it's crazy. That's also legal. 
Also yeah. totally legal. <laughs> I think we need to bring those back. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Well, there's a few more that we're going to go over. But Ava, I'm quickly going to plug one of our channel supporters, one of our podcast supporters, and that is Gunzone Deals. Guys, check them out. They have some awesome stuff. They have um, the Canadian baby scar is what I like to call it, the crew temp. Uh, it's a pretty cool gun. Look it up and look it up on Gunzone Deals. They have all sorts of deals on flashlights, knives, accessories. Sign up for their email where we send out notifications <laughs> about this podcast as well. Um, so definitely check them out. They're very cool. And another thing that you thought was illegal but it's actually not is switch switchblade knives or mm. automatic knives. Well, I know in Colorado those used to be illegal, and then they were they decided to you know reverse it. But yeah, those are fun. Those are like my favorite. It's really hard not to like you know if people have like their little fidget you know whatever. I feel like the yep. switchblades like my fidget. I'll just sit there and look crazy and just go in out in out. <laughs> totally, I love those things. So if anybody is wondering, they were banned by Congress in the. And it's literally called the Anti-Switchblade Act. Ooh, because like there is some, I was looking it up, there's like a publication that was like for moms and ho it was a homemaking publication and they were talking about how switchblades are the next epidemic. It was sort of like a little bit of a tabloid piece. And then all the tabloids picked it up and they're like, switchblades are the epidemic sweeping our nation amongst the gangs. So Congress was like, ooh, this looks really cool. We'll look really good if we ban these. So they banned them. And they actually didn't do anything to crime whatsoever. And usually they were coming from Italy blunt. So, like, they weren't even sharp. They weren't meant to be stabbing people with them. They were just meant to be sort of like a fidget toy, honestly. Some sort of, like, uh, artist artisanal fidget toy back then. Um, and then they got banned. Wow. And they realized that, yeah, like you said, there's absolutely no reason. So states, one by one, slowly repealed it until they are legal in... 45 states there's only five that you can't have them and then i think there's like three that have restrictions on like how big they can be but hmm. yeah you can own a switchblade or otf knives out the front knives or automatic knives you know what illegal. you know what's this is slightly changing the subject but you know what's actually illegal that most people don't realize oh this is an interesting so it's one that we think is legal it's actually illegal what is it and well because you see them in stores everywhere but like brass knuckles so yeah, okay. We don't we don't always typically just see the brass knuckles, but we see like the little keychains that look like a little cat with the cat ears. So they're okay if it's plastic, but if they're metal, they're typically illegal. And like even the other day, I was like at a big box store. I'm not gonna like throw them under the bus, and they were like selling them. Interesting. And, I have yeah. no idea. I haven't I haven't looked up the laws on brass knuckles. I know that there's like a tricky thing that's like. Some places it's like, if you have a brass knuckles as a weapon, that's not allowed. But if your brass knuckles are actually a belt buckle meant to hold up your pants and it's not meant for criminal activity, then it's okay, you know? Just, so I so know dumb. there's a weird... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the exact law is on that, but that's very interesting. Yeah. If you guys know anything that people think is legal, but it's actually illegal, drop it in the comments. We'd be interested to, we'd be interested to learn it with you. There's one more that's totally legal, and then we're going to get into ones that are legal if you pay taxes. So the last one that's totally legal is actually fully automatic air guns. And you might be like, oh yeah, like a little daisy pellet gun, fully automatic. Like what's the harm in that? There's full auto like BB guns, but you can get air guns that shoot with the speed and the power of a 45 ACP. Yeah. So you get, you know, your 12 rounds in there, fully automatic, 45 ACP, like, that is deadly stuff. So it's they're great for hog hunting and stuff like that as well. Because if I'm not mistaken, air guns with a suppressor um, is totally allowed. Somebody's gonna have, might have to correct me on that, but I believe not legal advice. Um, I believe when you put a suppressor on an air gun, that's allowed because it's not a firearm. Um, Interesting. So it is very cool that you can own a full auto air gun. Totally anybody huh. can. Even, yeah, even I just up to a felon could own an air gun, a full auto air gun. So that's crazy because, yeah, like there's so many air guns now that are used to even take down like large game, which is just insane. Yeah. Hogs, especially. Yeah, those they have some big bore stuff that can take down. Huh. I know hogs is really common, but there is for even bigger game. There is. Interesting. 
All right, Ava, bring us into the tax special. Okay, so this is your area of expertise. Well, to an extent, I mean, I have an SOT, but it doesn't mean like I know everything. Um, But a lot of people think that suppressors or silencers, whatever you want to call it, they're pretty much synonymous, although it's not, it doesn't totally silence the gun, but um, they think that they're illegal. And it's just kind of crazy how like the general public there or like I'll be at a gun store and somebody's like, oh, you guys sell suppressors. Isn't that illegal? So they just think that it's just unattainable and that nobody can get it. But it's actually it's not hard. I mean, it just takes time. You have to be patient. And that's what kind of sucks about it. But, um, yeah, as long as you have your tax stamp, you pay the two hundred dollars, apply for it. You have to wait a few months typically eight or nine months and uh and then you can you can have a suppressor and then same thing goes for machine guns so even if like after you know uh they stopped making you weren't able to make machine guns that were available for sale to the public um after 1986 but they still are circulating circulating um they're just so expensive. I mean, I think least expensive. Twenty to forty thousand. Hey. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And uh, but you can still. I mean, if we wanted to buy a full auto that was dated back, that was made before nineteen eighty six, we definitely could if we had the money. You just got to get the tax stamp, and you're able to own one. Um, That's a very interesting category, right there. Yeah. What people also don't realize, though, is like if you have your class seven you can make machine guns but it's from dealer to dealer or law enforcement so you can actually make like let's say you take an ar and you decide to make it full auto if you have that license you're able to do so you just can't sell it to the public but you can rent it out to the public gotcha so it's not going to be something it's not going to be one of those transferables that anybody could buy yeah something that could be used only by the people yeah who intended to use it very interesting yeah, which is like weird, right? It's it's kind of yes. still like kind of a weird law. It is odd. It is odd. That's that's something that's on my bucket list, but like it does cost as much as a nice car. So And actually it doesn't cost as much to get your class seven. Um, I believe it is a thousand dollars. Uh to have your SOT, it's five hundred dollars a year. The class seven is a thousand, and then just to have like your FFL, it's I think you pay ninety dollars every three years, maybe. Don't quote me, um, but they send you. That's cheaper because I was bill. I was talking about like the price of the of getting a transferable machine gun, but that is oh no, yeah, and you can have the same stuff. So absolutely, and you could just build new stuff. You could just you know just get the yep. yeah. It's it's actually I don't I don't want to say it's fairly it's fairly easy to make a machine gun, but I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, Ava wouldn't know, but like in theory. Anybody can use Google. Yeah. I will leave it. <laughs> um, yeah, another thing that is legal if you have the right licenses, this is sort of those that destructive, what is it, the destructive devices license area. Um, hand grenades would be legal and expl- if you have the right license. I know there's a YouTube channel called Ordnance Lab, and they have all the licenses and all the paperwork, everything just hmm. down to a T. It's very fun to watch. So... Interesting. Hand grenades, explosives, dynamite, TNT. So um, the other day I was at a gun store and some guy came in and asked the gun store owner. He was like, hey, look, like we figured you'd probably know. But like my grandpa passed away. We found a hand grenade and we were wondering if it's like, how can we find out if it's active or not? And they're like, you know, do you think we should just go out in the woods and like have fun? And the guy's like, no, are you kidding me? Like that'll get you thrown in jail. He's like, you need to just, like, report it. They'll come with, like, the bomb squad or something, you know, like some truck. They'll – and and but he said typically if you see, you know, it was, like, drilled out or something, then it's The bottom, it's not yeah. You active. can see through the bottom. I have one actually around the room somewhere here. They have dummy grenades. They usually have a blue spoon drilled out at the bottom. So you can see straight through. That's the reason they drill them out. You can see straight up, and you can see that there's no <laughs> explosive charge in it. Uh, yeah, so if it's drilled out at the bottom. I wonder what kind of... That's crazy, though, like, to think of all the the paperwork that would be involved in order for you to handle that. 
a lot and it's interesting because a lot of people's grandpas like just brought stuff back from I know <laughs> the war and so there's like machine guns and attics that I'm like there is there yeah which that's cool. is technically illegal to have like if you if you have a machine gun uh that or I'm sorry especially if you have like a machine gun that's not serialized or something um there's some weird there's some laws that will allow you to get them registered um because but you have to do it as soon as you find them uh um, huh. and i don't know what the legality but it is possible so you can keep the gun but hmm. yeah it's i've always that's been my dream like going into an attic and being like hey look at this right so uh, those are some things that are very legal that most people would think are illegal we talked about tanks cannons flamethrowers automatic knives full auto air guns homemade guns and then with taxes suppressors machine guns even hand grenades if you have the right license that one's on the more restricted side let us know anything we missed you guys anything that is that is actually legal that seems like it should be illegal yeah definitely i'm, I'm definitely interested to hear what other people say because really we just look at the show notes like a few minutes before the show and we're like oh this that but i'm sure tonight is well, I'm sure tonight when I'm about to go to bed, I'll be like, wait, why didn't we talk about that? You know? So, yeah, I, I definitely want to know what other people think. Um, and now it's time for Listener of the Week. And so, of course, I already forgot um, who we picked last time. Ava is going to be more organized next time. I'll commit her to it for you guys. <laughs> Whatever. We just, we literally read them off of Amazon. So, this is just your reminder to go to, or off of Apple, just go to Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. It means a ton. It helps us in the algorithm. We're actually growing a lot on on the audio side of the podcast, and that's because you guys are leaving reviews. So definitely go leave us a review. It is super helpful. And I believe on okay. our last Was episode, it Pew Pew? I think it was... Uh, dude, guys, great podcast. I appreciate the different viewpoints. Yeah, we did. Scrub race. Okay, <laughs> so then next, and let's just do two at a time because we have a decent amount. Um, okay. So, great show from Jack T. Uh, K. Dot, um, five stars. I grew up in rural Wisconsin hunting and fishing, so I've been around guns since the age of 10. Whenever I'm driving, whenever I'm stuck driving to work or not being outdoors at the range, this podcast gives me. My daily dose of gun talk. Keep it up. And then next one is great podcast from Redone Delta. Five stars. This is an amazing podcast. Having two views that are similar but still contrast in certain areas. Both hosts are honest and genuine. We try to be. Thank you guys. It means a lot that you guys leave us those reviews. And it keeps us motivated. It's a lot of fun to make these these podcasts. So we appreciate it. Yep. Definitely. And on that note, guys, thanks again for listening. And we will, this show comes out on Tuesday, right? Yep. Does. Friday. No, I think it's Friday. Oh, we get them all mixed up because it depends on <laughs> what they were recording on. We're, we're, we're recording on a Tuesday. The, the beans are spilled for anybody listening, but it, this episode will be coming out on a Friday. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but we will, we will see you guys soon. We'll see you guys. In, you'll hear from us again in a few days, regardless if it comes out. Tuesday or Friday. So once again, thank you for listening. We really appreciate your participation and, um, and we hope you enjoy all the content that we bring your way.